welcome back, everyone, to the Miscellaneous Debris Podcast with me, your host, the Mad Chatter, Ryan MK. That is right. That is right. Thank you for joining me once again. Always much appreciated. Please give a follow, if you aren't already, on the Twitters, on the Grams, that stuff's at RMK Madness. At RMK Madness, please. And, bear with me. But there's going to be a lot more miscellaneous debris coming. You see, as the football season winds down, I'm going to get a lot less busy with the fantasy football side of things, right? The writing and the podcasting. That's going to slow way the fuck down, which means more time for miscellaneous debris. And I've got some good ideas and some things I'm, I'm, I'm working on and building up. So I think it's going to be a lot of fun, huh? Walking into 2021, new president coming up, hopefully in due time, the COVID vaccine to people's 2021 it is looking up compared to this year, right? And I will bring you more of the miscellaneous debris. That's right. But we just had Thanksgiving. I hope everyone's turkey day was well. We had a pretty good one here in the Madhouse MK. You know, the normal turkey, potatoes, stuff like that. Wife handled the desserts, made all sorts of different stuff. She got this pie crust and then put fruits and stuff inside and, and made little mini pies, like the pocket pies, like the ones you get from McDonald's, but way better. So good job to her. She did a lot of good stuff. Just just, just me and the fam, you know? Small thing, like I said. Mima was here. I always think of that. Like, from Brad Pitt from Snatch. Mima. Periwinkle Blue. Not a caravan. What you want a caravan for? What's wrong with the... Uh, not for me. It's for Mima. <laughs> it's for Mima. Periwinkle Blue. Ah, what a good movie, Snatch. What a good movie. I haven't seen the most recent one by uh, Guy Ritchie. I need to. I need to check his stuff out. You know, he came out with a really good one. It was a little while after Snatch, but called Rock and Rolla. And I really dug that movie. And the way it ended, there was supposed to be a Rock and Rolla 2. And it never happened. And it sounds like it's never going to. And that's a damn shame. Gotta hate when that happens. <laughs> but yeah, all the normal stuff, sweet Hawaiian, Hawaiian Hawaiian rolls. Oh, let's not already get the get the tongue twisted up, Mr. Chatter. Come on. Oh, sweet Hawaiian rolls, though. I do love those so much. I had uh, lots of them. I'm just gonna say, lots of them. I love you, sweet Hawaiian rolls. And see, on Thanksgiving, we have a bit of a, a tradition that we develop. We're big board game fans, my wife and I. As a matter of fact, we we had both pretty big collections when we got together, and then we combined them and have since added to it to make this ultimate mega board game collection. We've got this dresser in the garage just full of them. Piled up. I mean, the pile of games is as tall as me, okay? And it's a good, the dresser, I don't know, seven, eight feet long. It's a lot of board games, and we continue to add to the collection. 
and now the kids are getting older. They enjoy the board games, so they have their own collections started. So a few Thanksgivings ago, we decided, well, we have the Christmas, and, you know, there's always, because we, we try and do a little something special for the kids uh, on all the holidays, like even Valentine's Day, get them a little something, a little Valentine, you know, from us to them. We just, we like to make them feel special, and the, the holidays are good make good good time to make your loved ones feel special, right? Exactly. So, when we go to Thanksgiving, we spice it up a little bit for the kids. Because, you know, it's not like they're huge fans of turkey. Or at this point, they care very little of football. And really, that's kind of, again, the things for me. And they're far too young to be smoking weed, which is my other favorite thing on Thanksgiving. So, really, what do they have to look forward to? Well... We're going to play board games on Thanksgiving. That's right. So they can look forward to that. And every Thanksgiving, they will get a new board game. Yes, that's right. And they usually get one for Christmas, too. So they add a couple new ones to the collection each year. As do we, the parents. Because my wife and I, we get a board game on Thanksgiving, too. It's fantastic. So that's kind of a little tradition we started is, is on Turkey Day, we also get brand new board games. And so this year, a lot of stuff going on, the pandemic, we haven't been out and about as much. Usually we have a little more money, to be honest. And you you know, we spend a lot of time like collecting things like throughout the year for this time of year, you know, because shortly as particularly me, because you got Thanksgiving, then you got Christmas, my wife's birthday's in early January, then you got Valentine's Day. Say in a couple weeks after Valentine's Day, my oldest son's birthday, then a couple months later, the next kid's birthday, then the next kid's birthday, then month after that, and it's just play. Mine's like in August, in the middle of nothing all by itself, <laughs> except for my other brother's birthday. But I digress. Get really into the games. So this year, they weren't quite as, uh, I will say, snazzy as they normally are, but we were able to get a couple of cool games. And one, the one the children got, was this game called T-Rex Rumble. Now, this fucking game is pretty cool. Basically, you get these T-Rex arms, okay? There's like some crazy fan noise freaking out. Shh, shh. That is totally not from our... <laughs> that's got to be something something going on in the neighbor's house. It's coming from, like, within the walls. Can you hear it? No, I'm not losing my mind. It's there. It's there. <laughs> Hopefully it goes away. You suck, you jackass. Hey, it's not my fault. That sound is not my fault. <laughs> But anyway, T-Rex Rumble, so it'll, it stopped. <laughs> T-Rex Rumble, okay, back, to stay on track, Mr. Chatter, come on, right? So T-Rex Rumble, you get these T-Rex arms, and basically you hold them, there's a little hole for your thumbs, and then your index finger and your middle finger have these little bar it grabs onto, and you pull the bar towards your thumbs, and it moves the 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 claws, I guess I will say, of the T-Rex hands. And basically, you have to do different things. One of the 
things you have to do in the game is pick up these different foam pieces and you have to stack them places and different things like that. So pretty cool game for the kids and that and that's fun. And then for the adults, we got this game called Meltdown, which is also kind of a game for the kids. But it it was it was we had to settle this year. We couldn't do we like to buy ourselves shit like Catan. If you've never played Catan, it's one of the best fucking board games ever. Now, my good friend Caleb, one of my besties, dude showed me this game years ago and I remember we went over to him and his wife's house, my wife and I did, for a game night. And he brought out this game, and I was just thinking in my head, you've got to be fucking kidding me. Leave it up to Caleb to suggest some lame-ass board game. Damn it, Caleb. But Caleb came through. He starts explaining it. I'm like, okay, whatever. 15 minutes into play, and I'm like, babe, we got to fucking buy this game. It's fucking awesome. And it is. You basically go around, you have to build roads to get to certain spots, and then you can build, like, towns and stuff. And then, you ha- to build these, you have to collect resources. Wheat, wood, brick. It's crazy. It's, it, it just, I'm probably doing a shit job of explaining it, and it probably sounds like shit to you, too. I don't blame you. That's how I felt. Then I played it. It's fucking awesome. So check that out. Catan. Please. Please. <sighs> Good old board game tradition. Also, over Thanksgiving break, the six-year-old, particularly in the last couple of days, discovered videos, like, as in making videos, like, I am for you now. It's not just a podcast, it's a video cast as well. So my son discovered, oh, I can make videos on my pad. And that's been fun. Because it's connected to my phone and my pad, so now he's got a million fucking videos, and uh, I can't delete them all, because some of them are fucking cute. He's a smart little dude. He says some funny shit on those videos, so I gotta save him. But I cannot, not keep those on my phone. I need the space. He's taking up all the space. It's fucking crazy. (laughs) But it's cool to see him you know, hey guys, this video is going to be about uh, the dinosaurs that I have in my room right here. Cool. I don't know who, who he's talking to. I think he wants to be a YouTube star. <laughs> he could probably do it. Could probably do it. But yes, we we had a good turkey day. Enjoyed the football, even though the games were kind of eh, a little bit blowout-ish, if you know what I mean. Not the most competitive and then the wife and I ended up, uh, after board games, stuff like that, we ended up smoking and watching poker. Which, we got in a little bit of a poker phase a little while ago. Texas Hold'em, specifically. And we got one of the, one or two of the, you know, poker apps on the phone, started playing that together, and started teaching her a little bit. And because she's never been that interested, but she decided, hey, I'm going to check out, you know, it's kind of fun. I'm going to get a little better at it. And so we started doing some actual, you know, poker <laughs> with a, with actual cards and chips not on the phone real life texas hold'em <laughs> and uh and we would watch it occasionally but we we, we kind of dropped off hadn't played the game or watch any hold'em hadn't been brought up in a while and then last night we just were looking for something and watched some poker and got back into it yeah we should get the should download those apps again we should do some more poker and i just i would love to play. And you know what? It sucks because it doesn't seem to be as popular was it, 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 as it once was. 
like the World Series of Poker. That used to be fantastic. And it used to be on ESPN every year. Now, you got to find it online. And the one site I found, you had to pay to watch poker on there. I'm like, I'm not paying to watch poker. You're fucking out of your mind. <laughs> they still do have the World Poker Tour on TV. On like Tubi and AT&T Sportsnet channel. <laughs> Random shit. So you can still find it. But it's, 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 I, I don't know what happened. I still love it. And uh, like I used to know all the gamblers, the card players, and not so much anymore. A lot of unrecognizable faces. I haven't watched it as much as I used to. But I, I miss guys like Moneymaker, Chris Moneymaker, dude they called the Unabomber who would always put his fucking hoodie up whenever he was in a big hand, zip it tight or pull. You know, do a little drawstring, draw it tight. All you could see sticking out was his glasses. It was like Kenny from South Park. <laughs> Legends like Cowboy and Doyle Brunson and is it Phil Hellmuth? There's a bunch of di- there's some different Phils, legendary Phils. But I think Hellmuth is the one that bitches and complains all the time. <laughs> but I love me that poker. I love me that poker. But I digress. As I was watching, we were watching poker, smoking, and they had some weird commercials on, some depressing type ones. It's like, why the fuck is this going on during poker, right? Like, that's no, right? No, that's not what should be happening. But then we saw this one commercial, and it was an organ donor commercial. It was very odd. You you went away with mixed feelings watching this commercial. Because this guy dies, he's in the hospital, and then he sits up and he starts smiling and stuff. And it's like, you don't have to be sad that you died. Like, you can find happiness in death. Some shit like that. Like, what? What? (laughs) And this dude starts smiling, and then they go on to say, if you're an organ donor, when you die, you can save up to seven people's lives. And it shows this dude in, like, a ghostly form, walking around in hand and presence, presumably his fucking organs, right? Like, they just, like, somehow, somehow, between the period of time when, when he died and then fucking just showed up as a ghost, apparently, in that time, all his organs were removed from his body and placed in gift-wrapped packages, like Christmas presents. And he's taking these around to the different patients, handing them, here's my fucking organs, and he's a smile on his face and just having a good old time. I'm sorry, who's going to be that fucking happy? I understand. I'm an organ donor. I think that's the great, and that's, in a way, a very great way to market, like, hey, be a fucking organ donor. Don't be a dick. Don't be selfish. But it's also, like, it's a bit, make it death a little bit too cheery. Like, I imagine I'm not going to be in the greatest mood. Now, if it turned out when I died, they they had to, that it, it was like that. Just all of a sudden, I'm laying there, and as an organ donor, I got all these fucking boxes filled with my fucking organs that I got to go hand out to people. If that's how it is, I'd like, I'm not going to be probably all fucking cheery like this guy on the commercial. No, I'm going to be irritated, first of all, that I'm dead. I'm going to be pissed off. I mean, depending on how I go, but most likely I'm going to be irritated, right? Because how many of us just really, how many get to actually just die peacefully old as fuck in their sleep? Not many. 
Small percentage, I would imagine. Now, there's going to be some other fucked up way, and I'm going to be mad. <laughs> and then you, and then you're going to give me a chore. Like, I understand. It's a very good chore. And yes, I agreed to be an organ donor. I'm glad all these people will use my organs and be safe. But why do I have to go handing them out? And especially in these fucking Christmas box looking things. Like, So those are, you know, some of my observations over Thanksgiving and Thanksgiving week. <laughs> and uh, actually, let's get into a few more Turkey Day observations. Go ahead. Make my day. Oh, yeah! <sighs> yes, Thanksgiving observations. Just some other shit that I've noticed this week because I've had a little more time to notice stuff I guess because not a lot going on. Kids didn't have school shit. Kid is only the one that has school shit. What am I talking about? Yes. So not a lot of that stuff. But you saw COVID's getting really been hitting hard. The holidays hitting hard and, 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 and it's fucked up because people are still Going out in large gatherings despite the hospitalizations hitting another record. And, and like here, like at least, they're in, you know, in some states, they're still doing some stuff. Uh, like here, we're code red or whatever. So no dining in in restaurants. It's all takeout and delivery. Liquor stores, closed bars, you, you know, <clears throat> restrictions. For the good, if you ask me. But many were still packing airports this week, disregarding caution for the holiday season. And that's why it's so tough in this country to get through this. And it, it would have been difficult in the beginning just because of the dividedness, I guess, <laughs> that is going on here. But then you add in COVID fatigue and it's the holidays. People are tired of not seeing each other. And I'd like to say, hopefully, most of us showed resolve. But I think there's still a good amount that don't believe it, don't care. Nurses and doctors have been talking about patients that are, are sick as dog and just sitting there like, nope, this can't be COVID. That shit's fake. It's got to be something else. Like, no, we're telling you, like, I don't know. And now NFL's had its biggest outbreak of this shit the entire season. The Baltimore Ravens got it everywhere. And you got to imagine this could pop up a lot more. I mean, they're close to the end of the season, but this shit could really cause some havoc these last few weeks, handful of weeks, I should say. Especially because you got to imagine it's not like the NFL is in a bubble. Cases rising. It's, it's just spreading faster. The, the NFL can't stay out of it forever, right? It's tough. It's, it is a tough situation, and I don't know the right answer. I know half the people, I know the people, I shouldn't say half. But whatever percentage of people in this country that make it up, they don't give a shit about masks, they want to call this shit fake, they want to come up with these conspiracy theories, I, they need a, a smack in the face. Because <laughs> meanwhile, Trump, which is probably what most, who most of those people supported, 
He's spending uh, uh, he spent a lot of this week bitching about the election again, and even on Thanksgiving. <laughs> more lies, more complaining, while Joe Biden is calling for people to come together and, you know, doing the shit that presidents should be doing. But, according to Trump, he will leave the White House if the Electoral College backs Biden. Wasn't it that long ago that the, the Elections Commission Agency or whatever it was, wasn't it, it wasn't that long ago that he said if they confirmed the results, then he would, he would you know, con- I don't think he ever said concede. But So it's, it's becoming strikingly clear to Trump, I believe, <coughs> excuse me, that He's indeed lost. And it'd be about damn time. Now, who knows when that actually happened. I think it's December 14th, I believe, is when the Electoral College meets. So if they officially say it then, and he offic- I could see him coming up with another deadline. <laughs> but if they get that out, you know, could prove very helpful. Maybe things start, because once Biden takes over, things should get a lot better because Joe Biden will do what he can to fight the pandemic. Joe Biden, by all means, not who I picture as a great president or or someone that I'm enthusiastically behind, but we needed anybody but Trump. And I do believe that Biden does have some of our interests at heart. I believe He's going to work on climate change. I believe he's going to work on the pandemic. I believe he's going to hook us up with some stimulus shit. And I also believe he's going to do whatever he can to reverse a bunch of this bullshit that Trump started. And he's going to try and unify the country. The problem is is that now those Trumpers are as entrenched as ever. And they ain't going nowhere. So... I don't know if there'll be much of a unification over the next four years. But I imagine Trump's got to be a little scared, right? He gets out into the real world. There's some people, some people coming after him. There is lawyers and courts, and (laughs) he's got some issues he's going to have to resolve. And there's a good chance... He gets in some trouble. So unless he finds some way out of that, because he apparently keeps trying to find out if he can get a pardon without having been, having done anything wrong. <laughs> and that's basically what it is. Because he knows he's done shit wrong. And he knows he's uh, no longer protected once he gets out of the White House. And he wants to be pardoned, right? So he doesn't have to fucking worry about prison time and shit like that could you imagine that could you imagine oh i imagine there's some people in prison that don't like trump but he'd probably go to some hotty toddy prison probably have guards i'd like to think as a treasonous bitch-ass president that they just let him loose to the wolves but i doubt that but even, see, even if he's gone, and while he continues to make an ass of himself, you know, over this whole fraudulent, fraudulent election shit, meanwhile, some of his moves are going to have impacts. Uh, Justice Coney Barrett, 
this impact has already been felt. Supreme Court ruled to block restrictions, COVID restrictions in New York City pertaining to religious gatherings and whatnot. And not only that, but they're going to give emergency relief to like Catholic churches and shit like that. And uh, what? What? Like, this is shit we got to be aware of. And it's the. You just gotta wonder what these fucking Republicans are up to. <laughs> but I'll be honest, the craziest shit I think I believe I saw all week was that fu- that metal monolith that was found in Utah. Like that shit. What 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 is going on there? Magical. That's right. <laughs> so it was found. In Utah, by wildlife officials in a helicopter, November 18th, and it's just like a, I believe from the pictures it looks triangular, but it's just a metal, I don't even know how big it is, seven, eight feet, six, seven, eight feet, I should look at those pictures again before I started recording, it's a little metal structure, out in the Utah wilderness. I wonder how far from Skinwalker Ranch, huh? And, you know, most people consider this. It's probably just something from an artist. They, you know, there's a lot of this stuff where artists do weird shit. There's the one guy who had, uh, ah, damn it, I can't remember his name. My wife has talked to him. About it. My wife is the one who told me about him. But he's an anonymous, anonymous artist. I think he started out doing street art and stuff. But I guess he had this one painting. And it was at an auction and it was getting sold. And then he rigged the device somehow to, at a particular time, get shredded. It broke halfway through, so the, paint, the, the, the art only got halfway shredded. But it, I'll have to find out who that is and bring that up next pod. But it's very interesting, right? These artists and some of the weird things they do. But it could also be aliens. <laughs> and I know that's that that's me and that's a, you know, my personal thoughts on it. But what if it were aliens? What if it were? I mean, it is an interesting question, right? Have aliens been on Earth? Are they on Earth now? Some of the conspiracy theorists tend to believe there's there's some sort of base for the lizard aliens, the reptilians, in Antarctica. Now, there is some interesting stuff surrounding at Antarctica, actually. So, But we're going to get into that. Because I just wanted to talk real quick about, you know, this whole idea of aliens. And you know me. I talk a lot about UFOs and the idea that it's ridiculous to not believe that at some point there was another civilization because there's just too much fucking time, right? But you have to wonder, past civilizations, I mean, is there anything capable and still around? You know, capable of getting to us and still around? Unless they set up shop here. I mean, just recently, someone came out, this is an ex-NASA 
worker, she, she was involved with NASA somehow, and stated that they have evidence of UFOs on Mars that they haven't that they are keeping from the public. And if she's if she's right, that's crazy, and I wouldn't surprise me. There was a great documentary on Netflix a while back about the idea that there could be bases or something on the moon because there are a lot of photographs and things like that that look at aspects of the moon, of pictures of the moon, where things don't quite seem as they should. And it's great. There's, a, there's honestly a lot of good stuff in that. But there is the idea that, you know, somehow alien technology, aliens in general, have helped, aided with different civilizations in the past, and maybe even more recent. The big one is the Pyramids of Giza, right? And part of it is is the, the fascination with this and pertaining to aliens is it aligns with Orion's belt perfectly. So some of the mathematics and stuff involved in this just seem so beyond the time. But we also, you know, we don't know. We don't know enough about that time and that culture to really say. But you look at these pyramids and compared to other pyramids, they, they don't have near the wear and tear. And periods, pyramids from, you know, of the same age, around the same age. And there's so many things about it. Like I said, it aligns with Orion's belt. And it does how there's three pyramids, right? Two bigger ones, a smaller one. And that's just like the lights, the stars in Orion's belt. Three, two very bright, one dim. So it's very interesting, the pyramids of Giza. And it is curious how they accomplish some of that. Same with Teotihuacan. I, I'm, I'm not even sure if I'm pronouncing that right. I, I looked, trying, I tried to find a pronunciation, and then I think I got distracted. <laughs> you know what? Fuck it. Let's do it right now. Let's do it right now. What is the pronunciation of Teotihuacan? <laughs> Teotihuacan pronunciation. There we go. Why didn't I just hit that? Here we go. How to pronounce... Hi, I'm Ella, and I'm here to help you pronounce this game by NSKN. <laughs> like a lot of other people who are learning a new language, I like to... Okay, we don't need all that. How about just how to say, how to, here we go. How to pronounce Teotihuacan. 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 Okay. Teotihuacan is how you pronounce it. <laughs> but this city predates the Aztecs. And it has a pyramid of sun and a pyramid of moon. And it's not only are these pyramids mysterious, also pertaining to their alignment with the sky, but there's also tons of stuff about this place that's very strange. The citizens mysteriously disappeared. Nobody's figured out what's happened to them. So the fate of this city is just unknown. 
And then recent digs have revealed um, builds of liquid mercury, right? They found mica in the walls. And they found these golden orbs with unrecognizable, an unrecognizable substance in them. This is strange shit, people. So look into the Teotihuacan, as I already forgot how to pronounce it. T-E-O-T-I-H-U-A-C-A-N. Check out this place. Look up on it, read up on it. Then you got to look at, <clears throat> more recent time, the, the Nazi UFOs stuff. I mean, they have, first of all, again, bringing up Antarctica, there's a lot of ties with the, the idea of extraterrestrials and UFOs and stuff, and Antarctica. Because there is, like, places in Antarctica where you could live underground in the ice, but it would be warm enough because of, I believe, where it's at in comparison to the Earth's core. But they, there's heat down there, so you could survive. Could aliens be living underground? Hmm. Hmm. I don't know. Remember Alien vs. Predator? I actually just watched that shit recently. A lot of people down on that movie. I think I talked about it on one of my most recent pods, the Alien movies. I love me some Alien vs. Predator. A lot of people down on it. But I watched it recently, this week, as a matter of fact. Quite enjoyed it. But that shit is in that Antarctica under fucking ice. Pretty sure that's Antarctica. <laughs> but the Nazis also had ties to Antarctica. I believe Snowcat was one of the, the, the mission they had. And there's there's lots of other things. The Vril Society had these ties to UFOs, and they worked alongside the Nazis. And potentially on spacecraft. There's lots of videos of like a, a Nazi flying saucer trying to be made. Now you gotta think. Yes, there had been some discs around before, but it, w it really became an explosion after the atomic bomb was dropped, right? So it's it's all very mysterious. But there's a lot of claim about the Nazis finding a UFO crash and potentially salvaging some of the... being able to figure out some of the technology. But a lot of the, the spacecraft that was being produced at the end of the, and, and technology across the board, at the end of the Nazi regime, that, that shit was like ahead of its time. That's not to say that the German scientists and whatnot weren't smart, because they fucking were, and they came over to help, you know, work with the Americans, and I believe some went to Russia. But they, there's a lot of stuff to that that could point to the potential of, Nazis getting their hands on some alien technology. I don't dismiss the idea, personally. But you know, there's a lot of this stuff. You know, you got crop circles, those have been around forever. You know, you look at ancient hieroglyphs, ancient art. I mean, there's, there's lots, if you look hard enough, you can't really call it evidence, because it's not hard evidence. But there's lots of clues to, to really show that, you know, throughout our history, there's a lot of clues to point out that, hey, this alien shit is for real. It's for real. It's fucking for real. So, 
And that reminds me, you should always, always think about, uh, you know, going to your Congress peoples and letting them know what you feel. Call them. Call their call. Because the, and a lot of UFO activists, people that talk about this stuff, they'll say the same thing. And I like a lot of the legit ones, the ones that look at actual facts and things like that and aren't afraid to go, yeah, that's not a UFO. That's just a whatever, you know, because they want the real shit. They don't want to waste their time on something that is explainable, you know. And I'm with them. And they suggest, you know, calling members of your Congress. Let them know you want information about you. Well, it's called UAP now. Unidentified Aerial Phenomenon. So, unidentified, I believe. (laughs) Aerial Phenomenon. I know it's Aerial Phenomenon. Anyway. UAPs that you want to know. That you want to know. That's what we can do to kind of help get this shit declassified, right? To really get this rolling. That's what we're going to have to do. That is what we're going to have to do. Hmm, did I get rid of that fucking I might have done that. Oh, no, it's all that. Sorry. Just going off on myself. <laughs> I was trying to find a particular a particular sound effect because we got the end of the show coming up and I can't find the damn one for it because I think I moved it and I, I can't remember, but I think I found it. <laughs> anyway, yes, speaking of, speaking of leaving and getting out of here because once again, I need food and sleep. It's a running joke on at least my fantasy football podcast, which if you're into that sort of thing, you can check that out anywhere you find this one. So on my Twitters, on the Instagram, shit like that. Also on Apple Podcasts, yes, yes, yes. But before we go, I would like to remind you about BattleBots. Because chances are, I won't get to another miscellaneous debris until after the premiere episode, which is Thursday. That's right, a week from yesterday. Six days away. Well, I guess this is, well, yes, being recorded late Friday night. But it'll come out Saturday. So five days away from the premiere of BattleBots 2020. Should be a lot of fun. Should be a lot of fun. We're halfway through the best of the Super Juniors and World Tag League and New Japan Wrestling. We'll do some more sport update on the next pod. We'll look into that. And then, hey, we're on the road to Christmas, right? So everyone... Be careful. I mean, Black Friday was tame as fuck. I mean, because they basically, most places were like, we can't have that shit this year. (laughs) Can't have maniacs running around for one day. Spreading all sorts of COVID all over the place. You know that shit would happen. So they just kind of make like a monthly Black Friday deals to kind of cut down on all the craziness. At least that's how it was done here. And I imagine, you know, most stores, that's how they did it nationwide. So, but that's pretty cool because that made things, I'm sure, a little less stressful for shoppers. And, you know, we still got some shopping to do. Christmas coming up, right? Like I said, on the road to Christmas. So make sure doing your decorating and all of that. And if you have to go out to shop, yeah, I, I would suggest online ordering because that's where we do a lot of that online shopping now. I'm not going to lie. So hopefully you can get into a lot of that because that just makes things simpler. But if you have to go out, remember to just be safe. The weather 
the COVID, all the stuffs. Take care of yourselves. So, with that being said... May I please have your attention? The store will be closing in five minutes. Probably a little less than five minutes. <sighs> but it's time to roll out. It's time to roll out. I do appreciate everyone joining and listening. And once again, do not forget to follow at RMK Madness on Twitter, on the Instagram. Please do, please do. I'm going to ramp up my social media activity. I think I'm going to get going again. I'm, I'm, you know, it's... Twitter's been a little less annoying lately, and it's not the, it's, it's, it's just, it's really, it's the trappers. <laughs> they drive me berserk. Absolutely berserk. But, I digress. <laughs> uh, so once again, as always, please, please, give me a five. I, I really didn't mean to say please there, so I was trying to figure out where I would go after the play. I'm gonna, you know what? I think I need a little bit more marijuana. You know, it's been it's been a long it's been a long week. It's been it's been relaxing in many ways. Not a lot going on, but it has certainly still been a long week. So, as always, much love to you all. I'm gonna get the hell out of here. Stay safe. Stay vigilant. Stay mad. Cause the best of us are right. That's right. I hope you have a great great weekend. We shall chat again soon. And, 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 and again, if you're into football, please do not forget to check me out. Check out my other podcast, the Fantasy Madness Podcast. That's right. And once again, once the football dies down, and I'm sorry, I know we were just about to get out of here, but I, I wanted to mention this one more time. I do plan on ramping up the miscellaneous debris. I've got a few things happening in, in process and we got a few ideas that I want to kind of try and approach so I, I think I've got some good stuff coming up so just bear with me we'll get back to this again I'll try not to make it till it's next Saturday before you get another one of these but the uh, the plan is at least for now to get recording Thursday night Right after the BattleBots premiere. That's right. That's that's the plan. The tentatively the plan for now. So watch for that shit. Make sure you watch the BattleBots Thursday night, and then check out my pod on Friday. That's the plan. That's the plan anyway. So okay, now I'm done rambling. Once again, have a great weekend. We will chat again soon. Ta ta for now. The mad chatter once again. Talk soon. Peace out. Later. Get in the fuck out. Later, Mad Caps.